Hello, friends. Welcome to the Wandering, Doubting, Wonderful Faith Podcast with Brad the Pastor. I'm the second part Brad Shutt. I'm a pastor in the United Methodist Church. I've been doing it for about a decade. I'm serving my third congregation. But this is something very new for me that I've been wanting to do, thinking about doing for a long time, but it took a bit of a road, some means to get there. That I'm recently ordained in our denomination, which it's a really long, kind of complicated process. There's lots of paperwork and talking to people. But the first step towards this podcast for me came in this process and in a kind of weird-sounding part of it, which was a psychological examination. They want to make sure there are no serious issues with you, or at least things that can't be worked out and things to help you along with. And I'd been in this process for so long, I had to take it three times. But on the third time, the most recent time I took it, it was actually after a time of pretty serious failure for me. I'd gotten very close to the last stage and was just wound up in anxieties, fears, and worries, and the results had come in and the people in charge had seen it, but it was a mix of well, unaddressed mental health issues and really self-sabotaging from it that I was, to put it medically and lightly, a mess. But what this psychological examination, like a couple hundred questions and talking to a psychologist, revealed was that I have anxiety and depression and some kind of clinical level of stress. And it was weird for me, I imagine, for anybody to hear these words used to describe you. But there was also a bit of freedom and liberation in it that really... It made most of my adult life make a lot of sense, and the good and the bad and the struggles and the ways in which I acted and reacted to some things, they all said made a lot of sense. So after this was all brought out and they gave me another year, I got connected with a really good therapist who I've been seeing sometimes consistently, sometimes on and off. And after he kind of took a look at my file and talked to me, one of the things he really pointed out was that I kind of... I'm desperate for connection, basically. That to be in relationships connected to people, it nourishes me, it feeds me, it gives me purpose and meaning in life and work and all that together. So that was kind of the root of thinking about, okay, how can I build connections with people? Because really, if you've never talked to a clergy person before, a pastor, there aren't a lot of people inviting pastors to kind of hang out and party and have fun. So my connections are actually kind of limited in number to a friend, uh, two close friends, my wife, and plenty of church people, but that's its own interesting thing. I can't really be best friends with them because that makes work life kind of weird. So I kind of got to the point of thinking, oh, you know, maybe I can do something like this. But I'm kind of not Mr. Sociable. I'm surprised I haven't really messed this up yet. I have. This is actually like take four or five of this first episode. But we're doing well now, so we're getting there. But in looking for that connection, that community, my own community kind of got really, well, thrown awry in serious ways. That if you're a part of the United Methodist Church, if you've seen it in the news or the headlines in the last three years or so, you've probably have heard something about all the hurt and the pain and the suffering and the harm brought upon this debate we've been having, a lot of churches have been having it for decades, 
about how to be in relationship with and minister to LGBT persons, both in America and across the world. So we called this sort of emergency global gathering to try and figure this out. There were plans that were open and affirming, some traditional, some in the middle. Well, basically after a couple of days, this group voted to basically keep everything the same. And not just that, but make consequences for those who break the rules even more severe. So I can still remember watching this on the computer with my wife. And both of us just feeling mixes of pain, of suffering, of sadness that, you know, the thing ended with people crying and weeping and collapsing and yelling and protesting. Not how you'd want a gathering of Christian folk to end. But rightly so, that the pain, this debate, this exclusion has caused people I mean, it has gone on too long, and we could have done better and been more, and unfortunately, we didn't then. But I can remember as we were watching the end of it, and the writing was kind of on the wall, I had to stop and think, like, all right, this is what our church is going to be. I'm about to commit my life to it. Should I? Do I want to? What could I do? Is this it? And this was one of the real few times I can think of where Like I experienced a Holy Spirit moment, a God communicating with me type of thing. And it wasn't, you know, a burning bush or a big booming guy's voice from the sky or anything like that. But it was from a certainty within that when I asked myself, you know, should I stay or should I go? This resounding and surprising certainty came from me saying, this is who you are. You know, if you are a pastor, it's who you are, it's what you can do, it's what you're meant to be. And you are a Methodist, not for the sake of the structures, now it is today, but it's what I've been my whole life, and there's a lot of meaning and value in it to me. So, you know, whatever the future holds, wherever I may be, you know, I'm going to be a Methodist pastor. It's like, all right, settled in, locked it in, got ordination done. But in the aftermath of that, you know, I've realized that for me personally, I'm certain about the fewest things that I ever have been with faith, religion, spirituality, God, Jesus, the Bible. And I'm remarkably okay with it, that I'm not worrying about this uncertainty. It's actually quite liberating and freeing. And part of what helped me realize this was I got to go to a campus ministry conference And there was a session led by Mark Schaefer, who's the university chaplain at American University in Washington, D.C. And he has a book called The Certainty of Uncertainty, and he kind of summed it up for us, talked us through it. And in my sort of growing openness, curiosity about doubt, I had made my peace with it a lot of ways, like Thomas is my favorite disciple. And I've had conversations with some people, but... Hearing him talk about his approach to certainty and uncertainty was really eye-opening and comforting because the way he phrased doubt, essentially, was that it wasn't so much about sort of trying to bring down systems, shake your fist at the man, question all of it, but really doubt is a natural byproduct, the result of, you know, natural and authentic, a wholehearted faith because We wonder, we have questions, we need to sort things out, and uncertainty, doubt, can really help that along. 
And also at this conference, there was a session on podcasting, and we were invited to share ideas, and I had one or two ideas for this cooking in my head, so I kind of put them out there. And both the name and the idea of it were not received very well. So that sent me back to the drawing board also. So I decided to kind of throw a wide net, and from that talk and talking to people about how to do this, I decided to approach this podcast this way, and I'm really bad at naming things, but a few people said they like this name, and it's my way of throwing a wide net, you know, for those who are wandering or doubting or just wondering, that I hope to be a means to help people really embrace the beauty and wonder in that, that God and Spirit, all these things are big enough that we can have questions, we can ask about it all. So mixing all this together has brought me to finally give this a try, and I'm glad you gave it a try. I hope you're still listening now. But part of this is I really hope that it's a mean of connecting, not only as my therapist would say would benefit me, but if I can help anybody or connect people together, that my ultimate hope is maybe this thing can be a means of building community to be a safe place for people if you're If you call yourself atheist or agnostic or into other religions or you don't know what you are but you feel something that, you know, I really am hoping that people respond and that me putting myself out there to hopefully pastor more people, the people who don't feel comfortable, able to maybe go into a church or a Christian-y thing or talk to the people you would normally talk to that... You know, I really want to be here for people to answer questions, to bust stereotypes, to do what I can to help you lead you through some things or let you know it's okay to be where you're at and faith and life and such because I far from have it all together myself. So this is just the first episode to sort of introduce myself, put it out there, but you'll see in the description, the bio for this, that I, this podcast, we got email, Twitter, Instagram, that I really don't want this just to be me talking for very long. So I'm willing to figure out how to do you know, Skype conversations online through the podcast. This is through Anchor. We can talk through there. Or even just to get what you want to send me through email and Twitter. So everything's on the table. Nothing is off limits So as we're all on this journey together. So if you've listened this far... Thank you. I hope you come back next week that I can get some questions, things from people, and we can get into the things that my kind of tagline for this is, I want this to be a place for the questions that derail Bible studies and the things you don't hear about in church. Because even some people around me, especially my wife, I'm kind of jealous of her, that she gets to have conversations with people that you know I would dream about, people who aren't religious, on the fences, who wonder about a lot of things, but also, and I've realized too, you know, a lot of people think they know what it means to be faithful, spiritual, religious, usually in Christian context, and there's a lot to learn from from all of us and from each other. So I hope this can be a place for that. We can grow together in deeper community and connection with each other wherever we may be heading. So I hope to talk to you all soon.